0: Infanta Isabella is a good child, but she would be more natural if she would learn to be a little human. Isabella could have explained, if it had not been beneath her dignity to do so. It is not for me to learn to be human. I must learn to be a queen, because that is what I may one day be. Now, much as she longed to know the reason for the tension in the palace, this hurrying to and fro his expectant looks on the faces of courtiers and messengers. She did not ask. She merely listened. Listening was rewarding. She had not seen the end of her father's friend, the great Alvaro de Luna, but she had heard that he had ridden through the streets dressed as an ordinary criminal and that people who had once hated him so much that they had called for his death had shed tears on seeing such a man brought low. She had heard how he had mounted the scaffold with a demeanour so calm and haughty that he might have been arriving at the palace for an interview with Isabella's father, the King of Castile. She knew that the executioner had thrust his knife into that proud throat and cut off the haughty head. She knew that De Luna's body had been cut into pieces and set up for the people to shudder over, to remind themselves that this was the fate of one who, such a short time before... "'had been the king's dearest friend. "'All this one could learn by listening. "'The servant said, "'It was the queen's doing. "'The king, why, he would have taken Deluna back at the last moment. "'Yes, but he dared not offend the queen. "'Then Isabella had known that she was not the only one "'who was afraid of her mother's strange moods. "'She loved her father.' He was the kindest of men. He wanted her to learn her lessons so that she might, as he said, appreciate the only worthwhile things in life. Books are a man's best friends, my child, he told her. I have learned this too late. I wish I'd learned it earlier. I think you are going to be a wise woman, daughter. Therefore, when I pass on this knowledge to you, I know that you will remember it. Isabella as was her custom, listened gravely. She wanted to please her father, because he seemed so weary. She felt that they shared a fear of which neither of them could ever speak. Isabella would be good. She would do all that was expected of her, for fear of displeasing her mother. It seemed that her father, the king, would do the same. He would even send his dearest friend, De Luna, to the executioner's knife, because his wife demanded it. Isabella often felt that if her mother had been always as calm and gentle as she could be sometimes, they could have been very happy. She loved her family dearly. It was so pleasant, she thought, to have a baby brother like Alfonso, who was surely the best-tempered baby in the world, and a grown-up brother like Henry, even though he was only a stepbrother who was always so charming to his little stepsister. They ought to have been happy, and could so easily have been, apart from the ever-present fear. Isabella! It was her mother's voice, a little harsh with that strident note which never failed to start the alarm signals within Isabella's brain. Isabella turned, without haste. She saw that her governess and attendants were discreetly leaving, the Queen of Castile had intimated that she wished to be alone with her daughter. Slowly, and with the utmost dignity that a child of four could possibly display, Isabella came to the Queen and sank to the floor in a graceful curtsey. Etiquette at court was rigid, even within the family circle. My dear daughter, murmured the Queen, and as Isabella rose, she embraced her fervently. The child, crashed against the jewel-encrusted bodice, endured the discomfort, but she felt her fear increasing. This, she thought, is something really terrible. The Queen at length released the little girl from that violent embrace and held her at arm's length. She studied her intently, and tears welled into her eyes. Tears were alarming, almost as alarming as the fits of laughter. So young, murmured the Queen, my four-year-old Isabella.